The old sultan lay in bed. He knew that his time on earth was almost over, so he handed over the kingship to his only son, the crown prince. Unfortunately, the young prince knew very little about how to run a country. He was far more interested in horse racing and falconry and gambling and other forms of amusement and entertainment. So his father spoke strongly to him and advised him not to do anything without first consulting the old sultan's advisor, the Chachambashi, the chief rabbi of the sultanate. And then the old sultan passed away and the young prince took over the rule of the land. The young sultan's close friend was named Abdullah. He had been the crown prince's constant companion in sports and leisure activities and shared his taste in all of the things that the new sultan liked to do. Despite the advice from his father, the young sultan chose his friend Abdullah to be his advisor because they shared so many things in common. Whenever the sultan had a problem or needed to make a decision, he would call his friend Abdullah, and Abdullah would then say, Let me sleep on it, your majesty. Sometimes I get the answer in a dream. Or perhaps Abdullah would say, Your majesty, this is truly a difficult question. I'll have to give the matter some thought. And then Abdullah would hurry to the Chachambashi, knowing of his wise advice to the old sultan. He would present the problem to the rabbi and listen to the answer and then give over the rabbi's answer to the young sultan the next day whilst claiming credit for himself. The young sultan was delighted with the wise advice he received from his friend Abdullah. So he appointed Abdullah to be his wazir, his prime minister, second in power only to the sultan himself. Abdullah was a very vain person and was very fond of money. In his new position as prime minister, he had many opportunities to indulge both of these character traits. No one was allowed to see the sultan without first obtaining permission from him, the mighty wazir. They had to compliment him and give him gifts and eventually pay for the privilege of speaking to the sultan. The other ministers saw what was going on, and they hated Abdullah for his selfish behavior. They were determined to find a way to get rid of Abdullah. The ministers, at a secret meeting, decided to approach the Chachambashi and ask his advice. They felt that he was the best person to help them. He advised them as follows. Two ministers should go and speak to the sultan when the wazir, Abdullah, was away. They should tell the sultan that Abdullah is a liar and a swindler and is charging money to speak to the sultan and that all of the good advice that he brings to the sultan really comes from the Chachambashi. Abdullah is utterly unsuited to be prime minister. The sultan would of course not believe them, so they would suggest to the sultan that he could convince himself of the truth of what they are telling him, if he would do as follows. 
he should put three questions to the wazir and see if he can answer them. These were the questions. Question number one. Where does the sun come from in the morning, and where does it go in the evening? Question number two. How far is the sky from the earth? And question number three. What is the sultan thinking right now? The ministers did exactly as the Chachambashi advised them. Sure enough, when they told the sultan that Abdullah was not everything he seemed to be, the sultan was taken aback. He warned them that they would lose their heads if the accusations proved false. But the ministers replied that if the vizier would have satisfactory answers to the three questions, then they were prepared to accept whatever punishment the sultan thought was appropriate. So the sultan agreed to put Abdullah to the test, according to their suggestion. The following morning, when the wazir Abdullah came to the palace, the sultan said to him, My dear wazir, three things disturb my sleep last night and bother me even now. You alone, my wise and trusted advisor, can give me the answers which will calm my troubled spirit. Certainly, your majesty, answered Abdullah. And what are the questions? The first question, said the sultan, where does the sun come from in the morning and where does it go in the evening? The second question, how far is the sky from the earth? And the third question, what am I thinking at this very moment? Abdullah looked thoughtful. And then he replied, Your Majesty, these are indeed difficult questions to answer, and I am not surprised they bother you. Give me three days to consider, and then I will bring you a satisfactory solution. Very well, said the Sultan. I look forward to your coming in three days' time. As soon as the wazir got home, he sent for the Chachambashi to come and see him on a very urgent matter. The wazir then presented the Chachambashi with the three questions that the sultan had asked him to answer. Come and see me tomorrow morning, said the Chachambashi, and I will see if I have the answers for you. When the wazir arrived early at the Chachambashi's house the next day, the chief rabbi said, Forgive me, but my mind is so troubled and burdened with all of the decrees and taxes that you have placed on us Jews. I cannot think clearly anymore. I suggest you ask someone who's carefree. I cannot think of anyone more suitable than the sultan's shepherd who takes care of the sultan's flocks just outside of town. He's a wise person too, and he may be better able to give you the answers to your questions. The wazir was beginning to feel desperate. He was disappointed at having to look further for help, but he had no choice. He only had two more days before he had to appear before the sultan with the answers to the three questions. So he hurried off to see the sultan's shepherd, whom he heard singing cheerfully whilst still far away. As he approached, he was amazed to see that the shepherd looked just like himself, Abdul the wazir. They could have been taken for twin brothers. He 
could hardly believe his eyes. But he needed answers to the questions, so he began by telling the shepherd that he had heard what a fine and wise fellow he was. So he had come to him with three questions which needed to be answered. He relayed the questions to the shepherd, who replied, Hmm, yes, I too need time to think about these questions. Come back tomorrow. I will have the answers for you then. The wazir left, feeling very, very troubled. If he did not answer the sultan on the next day, he was afraid it would mean goodbye to all the power and the glory he had been enjoying so much as the prime minister of the sultan. He could hardly sleep. Early the next morning, he rushed off to see the shepherd. I'm very sorry, said the shepherd, but I have not yet found the answers. What do you mean? said the wazir. I must have the answers. My very life depends on them. I can't wait any longer. Don't be upset, said the shepherd. I have an idea. Look, you can see that you and I resemble each other to a great degree. My suggestion is that we change places. We will change clothes, and I will go to the sultan instead of you. No one will suspect that I'm really just a shepherd. I'm not a bit afraid. I'm sure I will think of satisfactory answers by the time I get to the sultan's palace. What do you say? Abdullah was so confused, he could not think of what else to do, so he agreed with the shepherd's suggestion. They changed clothes. He gave the shepherd his fine clothes, and he put on the rough garb of the shepherd. Now be sure to take good care of the flocks until I get back, said the shepherd. We don't want any complaints from the sultan, do we? Then he hurried off on his mission to the palace. When the shepherd arrived at the sultan's palace, looking for all the world just like the prime minister, he was admitted immediately. Ah, welcome, my friend, said the sultan. Do you have the answers for me now? Yes, I do, your majesty, answered the shepherd. Then what is the answer to my first question? Where does the sun come from in the morning? And where does it go in the evening? The shepherd put on an air of importance, and he pronounced, Your Majesty, the sun comes from the east in the morning, and in the evening it sets in the west. Very good, said the sultan. Now, the second question. Tell me, how far is the sky from the earth? It's as far as the earth is from the sky, replied the shepherd. A brilliant answer, said the sultan. I always knew you had a good head on your shoulders. And now finally, Abdullah, my prime minister, tell me, what am I thinking at this very moment? Well, this is by far the easiest question to answer, your majesty, said the shepherd. You are thinking that I am your grand wazir, Abdullah, whereas in fact, I am your humble shepherd, who looks just like your prime minister, Abdullah. I have left him looking after the flocks. He had no answers for you, so he was afraid to face you. So we exchanged places, concluded the shepherd with a smile. The sultan was bewildered, but then the humor of the situation struck him and he burst out in loud laughter. He held on to his sides as tears of enjoyment ran down his cheeks. When he calmed down, he turned to the shepherd and said, 
Tell me the whole story. It really is funny. The sultan listened as the shepherd told him how Abdullah had been oppressing the people, and the ministers loyal to the sultan wanted to get rid of him. They sought the advice of the Chochambashi, and it was he who had come up with the entire clever plan to expose Abdullah as a fraud. You see, said the shepherd, all the advice that Abdullah had been bringing you had come from the Chachambashi. He pretended all the time that it was his own advice he was giving you, but your majesty, Abdullah is now looking after the flocks and is waiting for my return. Let him wait, the scoundrel, said the sultan. From today, you will be my wazir, and the Chachambashi will be my advisor, as my father had so wisely urged me. As for that false Abdullah, he is only fit to be with animals, so let him wait. And Abdullah, the wazir who became a shepherd, is still waiting there to this very day.